Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. And boils and ghouls, if you're out there. Uh, every Saturday night, the Freak Show happens. You just can't get out of its way. We're aiming for total world domination. Or at least trying to take over all of the, uh, everywhere you can find a podcast, like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Castrol, or Podbay, Player FM. Some of these may not even still be all. And we're also on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show if you want to say something to us, or on Twitter, at Sat Freak Show. Every Saturday night we watch a movie, which is chosen round robin by one of the Freak Show members, and then discussed ad nauseum for your listening enjoyment and edification. I'm Colin. I'm surrounded by the internet radio superstars. Travis. Filling in for Brent once again is Nick. Jenny. And this week we watched Jenny's pick. (laughs) Jenny, what did we watch tonight? The classic action movie, Con Air. I like the way she said classic. What year is this Con Air from? 97. And who's it directed by? Simon West. Michael Bay. <laughs> or Jerry Bruckheimer. It is a Jerry Bruckheimer production, but it is directed by Simon West. Dun, dun, dun. Simon West, you may know from such movies as... Oh, God, don't ask me. The Expendables 2. Oh. oh. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Hey. Also, this guy's made a career of bad. <laughs> yeah, I think so. This was his first... Or Hidden funny. Gems. So this movie... <laughs> You're going to stick to your guns with this one. Uh, yeah. Oh, a Hidden Gem? Like, we had to go oh, and unearth so, uh, it, yeah, because yeah. no one has ever heard of Con Air before. <laughs> hey, I got you fuckers to dissect this movie, so <laughs> joke's on you. Alright, so this movie is about a woman with uh, luxurious long hair who has a romantic relationship with her hairdryer. What the? <laughs> oh, I, okay. It took me a second. I, I got it. Like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, the girl, the girl would get that right away. That's got to be where this came from, right? <laughs> Somebody was like, "This is Con Air, Con, Con Air." Con. Imagine if it was Cons <laughs> and they were in the air. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tyler, these goddamn snakes in this goddamn plane. <laughs> <laughs> So many explosions. I want to say that this was like a John claude Van Damme movie that they just couldn't get made. So it had to have just been like, sh- or something like Wesley Snipes or like, it's one of those fucking type of movies, right? We get, yeah. a, we get a kick-ass guy on a plane. What is with movies about Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say kick-ass guy on a plane? Well, the script. So oh, kick-ass oh, okay. guy on a plane. This yeah. is like the, uh, the, the pitch that was made to Hollywood execs or whatever. I'm sure. It's like, I'm sure it's like after Air Force One, Passenger 57, they're like, we need to make another one of these kick-ass kicking guys on a plane. <laughs> on a plane. Well, Success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm still saying, uh, we were talking during the movie, but like this is following you know, the Die Hard kind of thing, right? The paradigm set up by Die Hard. You've got a guy who's, uh, you know, I mean, he's supposed to be the everyman. He's got the emotional attachment outside of the place. He's a lot the- of people say that that's the Mad Max. But yeah, I mean, the idea that you're on, like, uh, you're in a confined space, Somehow you have to communicate with the authorities on the outside. You have to sabotage what's going on on the inside of the place where, you know, terrorists, for lack of a better word, have taken over. Right? Yeah? No? Yeah. 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 Buckle up for a pure adrenaline rush. (sighs) I did buckle up. Yeah. All right, so uh, maybe we should go through the characters in this movie. And through going through the characters, I'm sure it will illuminate the plot. What was Nicholas Cage? Poe. Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. Is that right? Cameron Poe. I don't know. Don't shoot. Poe. This is Cameron Poe. So he's a army ranger who's... Like, as soon as they're like, he's an army ranger, then his, like, his wife keeps on like, not now, Cameron. Every time, you know, it's like, oh, he's some dude that gets into bar fights or something a lot. In the, in the, Don't be that man now, again. Yeah. Fucking military. For a minute, I thought you were that oh guy again. Yeah, the military. Who, who like, that guy? I, thought the, I thought the army would have made you grow up. Uh, I, I would say that. Like John Rambo mixed with uh, 
John McClane. Yeah. But even that accent that Jenny just did is probably much better than oh the God. one that Nicholas Cage oh, pulls off. He's a movie. slow man. <laughs> well, as soon as he gets into a bar fight, I knew it's like, oh man, they're going to call his hands deadly weapons. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was waiting for that. Are they not? You got to register not? yourself as a lethal weapon. Oh, that's a different. So we must confine you. Nicholas for Cage has years. fists the size of small trucks. I don't know if you know this, but they are deadly weapons. I just saw the golden locks of. Uh, or what, he's like balding in front. I mean, he's always <laughs> well, it's been before the hair bald pucks. as he was then. He's I mean, give really him credit. Long and bad. What, so yeah. that's business in the front part. I mean, he had, he well, had extensions be, in no, this cause, movie. Because it, it wasn't a mullet. It was supposed to actually be like, you know, his hair is supposed to be long, just slick back. Well, what's it better, extensions really or hair plugs for Nick Cage? For Nick Cage, the dude just. Oscar winner, Nick Cage. Oh, no, we have to oh, preface. No. Like, oh, hey, it's it's like when somebody ignited it. From shirt. Colin's mouth, folks. No, I did no not say this. This anymore. is from yeah. Colin's yeah. mouth. Everyone's okay, forgotten about It's that probably one. not even the back of this box. Well, it doesn't say Oscar winner. Well, no, we're just going to remind yeah, people that he won an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas, where he played a drunk. Was that Best Actor? Best Actor. Best Actor. No, I thought it was. And terrible. in this movie, he goes back. To I've known he drunks, and Las he Vegas was not a very good drunk in that movie. It's, only, it's that Coppola family thing. Is that? Well, I think that's what got him. Yeah, because his real name is Nicholas Coppola. something Coppola, right? And he got his start. Oh yeah, in, that's right. He is related to the Coppolas. Yeah, he was in Coppola's Rumblefish. I know. Was he in The Outsiders? I don't think so. But he was in Peggy Sue Got Married. That was yeah. a Coppola movie. He was in Fast oh, Times at Ridgemont High. He was in Valley Girl. He was in Fast Times? Uh-huh. Who was he in that? Uh, a, a guy in, just, in the movie. Was he, like, did he have, like... <laughs> just uh, a friend, a classmate. I don't okay. know. He was in the background. I, I don't know. Like, basically, like an extra. With a bunch of other characters is what he did. Yeah. <laughs> but he was in, I mean, there's... Oh, Spicoli. I think he was one of Spicoli's buddies. Right, that's what, right. Yeah, something just, like, in the... Oh, okay. All right, all right. Just there. But I remember Nicolas Cage was in a series of, I mean, because he was, you know, Vampire's Kiss and stuff like that. He was the wacky guy, right? And that got him into uh, the Coen Brothers movie, Raising Arizona. Arizona. And I know he was in a movie called Moonstruck with uh, Cher. Uh, Cher. Get and over Somewhere it. after that, he ended up in Leaving Las Vegas, won an Oscar. And after the Oscar, he became Nicolas Cage action movie Superstar. Um, I mean, no. after the Oscar, the he did a no. mic drop and became Nicolas Cage action movie superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How do you drive a Volvo? <laughs> I mean, people obviously Fuck like I him. I know. Because I'm sure they went to see Con Air in droves. So he has some kind of appeal. We're tonight trying to figure out exactly what that is. Maybe because it makes you feel he's like the every man, right? It's like, you can't be Schwarzenegger, you can't be Stallone. You could probably be Nicholas Cage. Well, <laughs> well, you said that they did The Rock, yeah. and then... You know, but I think that, that I think Sean well. Connery saved that, that movie. Did well. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery, Sean Sean Connery was busy when they did the casting for Connor. <laughs> yeah, he was too... Well, it's the idea. You pair Nick Cage with... Somebody else, in Con Air's case, it's John Cusack. It's like, ever done anything? Like, I mean, around that time. I'm thinking, like, he was... Travolta? Yeah, that's actually what I was going to say. Like, right? He's He was on, like, a similar career trajectory, it seemed like, with John Travolta. Mm -hmm. You would either cast John Travolta or Nick Cage. If it's going to be Broken Arrow, it could be Nick Cage. He's not available. John Travolta. Right? And then you put them together. Then they put them together and face (laughs) off. (laughs) I think the guy's a fucking horrible actor. He's oh, he was all right. There's one really good movie with him in it, and it was only five minutes long, and it was at the end of Wicker Man when they burned his ass. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> oh, all you have to do is go to YouTube though. Look up the Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage. I mean, that's like an internet meme. I want to say like how bad he is in that. The bees, the bees. Yep, oh yep, my god, the bees! It's horrible. Yeah, well, I love the scene where you, you don't have you don't watch him get torched. Yeah, I, I clapped when he got torched. So I was like, "All right, finally, yeah. somebody did it." If you just Google it, <laughs> it's it's hilarious. I mean, it is worth seeing these clips from that movie. because wow. it's it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. What's the last thing he's been? I mean, I know he's like done Bangkok Dangerous and Drive uh, Angry oh God, and Snake. I mean, fucking guy. Was just... it? Um... Just put them in probably National Treasures are probably the most recent, oh, right? I don't know. What about the, well, I mean, the the Ghost Rider? Oh, yeah, yeah, that uh, might be the most recent. 
because he had to have his own comic book uh, character because he wanted to be Superman at one point. He was yeah, almost. Yeah, I can't believe he almost was Superman. I can't believe he wasn't movie. Superman. Yeah, he had long hair. <laughs> no. Electric suit, like glowed Ugh. something, and the Superman lives that never actually happened. Oh, thank God. There's a documentary about that. Yeah, some fucking thank word. Thank God. <laughs> the death of Superman lives, what happened? But I don't know where it's at. It's supposed to come out like in August. Yeah. And I want to say, like, one of the recent things he was in was uh, Knowing. And, oh, Jesus, uh, Knowing. What was that other one? Left Behind, right? He was in, like, the, oh, the yeah, better he version the of new, Left Behind. The new one, yeah, that's right. I, yeah. I, I mean, would we say better? I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see it. I mean, I didn't one, see it, but I know the I mean, first one is Kirk Cameron in it, so how good can it be? Because it's not better in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his character, Poe, uh, seems to me that he has about three objectives in this movie, right? After he is sent up the see river. His Gotta see his daughter. His daughter. Yeah, his daughter. He's his gotta Dota. protect, and then he's gotta protect two people. He's gotta protect the one guy that is his, uh, his homeboy, his from diabetic the friend, <laughs> 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 that, that his insulin guy, Bubba Gump, Baby O, Bubba Gump, Baby O. I thought that was like a really. Funny it is Bubba Gump. I just don't understand why would you well, put like like you're going home. But We're Bubba gonna put Blue. you on this plane Bubba with Luke. all these fucking serial killers. Like it makes no goddamn sense. Like, <laughs> like this is our most like secure plane, whatever transport. You know, but let's also drop these other guys out. But what's the name of the plane, guys? The Jailbird. <laughs> <laughs> Very original. Very oh. original. I'm surprised that this this was written by one guy. Maybe it was Scott originally Rosenberg. called the Jailbird, and they changed Jailbird. it to Con Air because somebody was like. Drying her hair. On air. Uh, on air. This could be something. Clever. And he's also got to protect the the single female guard on the plane from being raped by Danny Trejo. Bishop. Guard Bishop. Oh, you've got him. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, you got all the characters. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, like, uh, Just watch the credits. <laughs> and then we were like, uh, Who is she from? It was uh, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah I was trying to place where she was. Yeah, for sure. And Man on Fire. Anyway, oh, I didn't no, remember no. that. But yeah. I looked it up on IMDb. I've only seen it once. So. Rachel Tycotten. Tycotten? Tycotten, yeah. Well, what is the... Okay, so we give him... So his character, this is like the generic 90s action movie character, right? We've set him up with a couple of character traits to say, like, he's... We know he's the good guy. Because... He's a rambunctious fighter. Like, 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 almost like you would assume, like a, like a... Roadhouse character, right? Like he's just got to He loves to fight. Like somewhere Roadhouse. in the past, he just couldn't stop fighting everybody. You know, he's like supposedly that awesome. Even though I swear to God, this movie feels like it has like three fist fights in it. And, and he yeah. did the Roadhouse kicking yeah. and all that. And... That's what I'm saying. It's like this must have been for fucking Van Damme, and they're just like, dude, he won't do it. <laughs> Somebody else. That's pretty fight. bad when Van Damme's like, no. Yeah. No, I don't think. Well, that's just to get we're just saying. Be yeah, 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 I'm sure it's not. True, you can go get Nicholas Cage. Could you imagine like Van Damme doing a southern this, accent? This was like incredible. What? Van Damme doing a southern accent? Oh, that would be awesome. Because this yeah. was like the type of movie Van Damme did. Would, right? uh, you go to a hockey game, all of a sudden you got to fucking right, yeah, like, yeah. stop. You know, yeah. like what? Terrorist I think Van, a hockey game. I think Everybody Van Damme's accent would have been better than Nicholas Cage's. Oh well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. He's just so. Bad. I mean, he's bad, bad in this, yes, because he's doing the fucking stupid accent. But he's bad in like everything. <laughs> Nicholas Cage has that kind of. He's got the. Uh, you know, I I have the problem with Dennis Quaid. I keep bringing this up, but like he has I, consistency. I can't like Be. see that guy act like he is acting to me. It's he's never the character. It's always there's Dennis Quaid pretending mm-hmm. to be somebody. Nicholas Cage has that well, same. Nicholas Cage there. like furrows his brow and kind of like puckers his lips a little bit, and that's it. And then he says, "Put Anything. the bunny back in the box." <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's why. All right, when we were watching this movie, Jenny kept quoting this movie. I'm I like, did it like twice. This is not a movie uh, you quote to. <laughs> Ghostbusters, money box, and I did it. For, Ghostbusters, I'm gonna say the fucking to. day. You don't quote to Con Air. Why not? Because <laughs> it's just horrible. Well, it's bad. <laughs> it's, ama- it's amazing the knowledge I can retain. So, like, all the crazy criminals that they bring on this plane would include John Malkovich as whoever the virus, I forget. 
Cyrus. Cyrus the Violent. The damn This fucking movie virus. rhymes way too much, right? What's the other one? Uh, well, they keep on saying, like, uh, what, like, fuck, like, lock them in John. I mean, they keep on doing these little rhymes, so everybody in this movie has little rhymes about, I don't know, they're supposed to Bag them and tag them. Bag them oh. and tag them, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Very weird. Well, that's why we're going back to the writing. It's like, you know, to make the stock... Oh, spitters and shitters. Spitters yeah, and shitters. Yeah, they yeah. Fucking, spitters and shitters. This fucking movie just keeps on, like, rhyming dumb shit. <laughs> well, to make the stock, like, action hero, which, you, you know, to have, that you have to have in these movies. I'm thinking specifically of, like, the movie, the action movies of the 90s, because they all felt like this, probably because Bruckheimer had so much to fucking do with them, but... You got this guy, and he's got, like, a, you know, the emotional attachment. He's got the, the girl back home, and he's just had a daughter. He has to get his back family. to his daughter. And then when he's presented with an opportunity where he can get off the plane, not going to get off the plane because, damn it, it's just not right to leave my wounded friend or, you know, my sick friend here and to leave this woman here who's going to get raped by Danny Trejo. <laughs> I could <laughs> be know, the only one. Though. I'm the only one who can stand up for what's right. Even though I'm a convict and a bad guy and I'm on Con Air. Well, he's not a bad guy. He just accidentally right. <laughs> killed this dude. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh-huh. He's a fighter. He did the he did the whole like what you always fucking hear about the the, the using your palm to to push the nose into bone your and brain. 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 It's like, yep. oh my god. I think this man is dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dead. dead. He killed Cameron? Yeah. Well, he's okay. So we got Nicholas Cage. You said the next person on this plane is. Uh, oh wait, should we cover the people on the ground or go to the plane? Fill out the plane. Let's go. We got John Danny, Malkovich. John Malkovich. Is, Cyrus, the is Cyrus the virus. We got Danny Trejo. Is oh, wait, Johnny Twenty Three the rapist? John Malkovich. So what's his uh, what's his motivate or goal? What, to take over the plane? I really don't know what his goal was. <laughs> Anybody? His goal was to go to Mexico. Yeah. To take to over the free. plane and go to Mexico. Yeah, they're just gonna take it. Over. It's like they really don't have like a kick-ass goal. It's like they're just gonna take they're the plane. Escape. Gonna take the plane and escape. And for some reason, they're gonna. Well, no, they gotta pick up. This is why I thought it was so stupid. It's like so you you already take over this plane, but then you're gonna like actually like pretend to be uh, uh, a th- like authority figures and stop the plane and pick up more fucking criminals. <laughs> which which those cops like that are on the ground except they are putting the other it's like they gotta be the fucking worst cop like they don't right. check out the they just like hand them off at the plane and like well they have the them. they have the sandstorm so that's why when they say the sandstorm Malkovich was, is like oh perfect cause he he knew visibility wouldn't be as well, great well what was his ultimate plan without the fucking right. sandstorm though that's what I'm saying it's like well he never thinks that far ahead he yeah. said why, that why don't yeah, but that, I thought that was just a threat. But the there is a reason why he had to le- land in, was it Carson City? To pick up the pick other... Up that dude. Yeah, he had to pick up Sandino. But yeah. why not wait until after you pick him up to take over the plane? Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, why would you do it beforehand? Yeah. Right. Well, because you gotta have action, man. It's an action movie. Yeah, but where was the action in this movie? Oh. Right? I mean, this movie... The last, like, half hour was just... Explosions. Explosions. Michael Bay took over. He's like, guys, step to the side. I'm taking over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because it was, uh, there was a hand to hand fight, which was like very clumsily staged in the, uh, down by the baggage. Yeah. In the baggage (laughs) compartment. That was awful. That that was the crotch to butt. Yeah. Yeah. Where he does his little, like, (laughs) his, his, Face down ass glute, His glute is <laughs> fucking push into the guy's groin. Like, that got him good. Take that, bastard. <laughs> oh, it was just like, it was sitting there. I mean, like, you could tell it was like, it was very, like slow choreography or something where we're just going to kind of, you know, rock into this. Well, I love how Nick Cage here. is charging this guy and he's got this look on his face like he's he's just gonna get him. And then this guy just decks him right away like he doesn't even get the first hit in in that scene. Like yeah. I said, Nick Cage came to do a fight scene, right? Oh, don't hire him for your next movie. Nope. What's a good movie where he wasn't in, in, in like an action fight? fight? And The Rock? You punch anybody? He stabbed himself with uh, the needles. The, 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 I don't know. Did you find anybody? I just remember he drives a Volvo. 
Yeah. And he fucked the homecoming queen. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I was surprised. Like, I forgot Dave Chappelle was in this. Yeah. Like, I, like, I'm Rick James, bitch. Completely fucking forgot he was in it. I mean, he has funny parts. Well, I suppose yeah. because his character got, like, knocked off so early, but. Yeah. So he's a henchman of Cyrus, right? Who's part of the plan to, like, break them out. Yeah. Of... So they Bing have. Bing Rames. How can we forget Yeah, yeah Bing Rames. And the zombie hunter. Diamond Dog or Bing something. Rames. Is that his name? Yeah, so what was his deal? He, well, he murdered. Him. He was like, he was like a, he's like a. Uh, oh, he anti, he bombed, uh, he bombed something. NRA. Yeah. Because he's like a uh, black supremacist. Yeah, like a black, mm. well, black supremacist, like a. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was right. He was kind of. Yeah, that was yeah, his thing. Just, uh, I don't know if you call him a black supremacist, but oh, okay. just a anti anti white guy. That's what I call. him. <laughs> and then uh, you've got uh, Danny Trejo, who he has one thing to do in the movie and that is he's, he's a serial rape, rapist. Rape yeah. He's got like 22 hearts or something. 23. 23. Right? 20, 23. And he's going to be know. 24 after this one. <laughs> yeah. So machete. He's <laughs> machete. Um, who else was it? Who rounds out our like, I mean like I'm well, thinking well, of Steve We know, we know, uh, we know that, uh, that Nicholas Billy. Cage oh, oh, is like. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve well, Buscemi was the uh, crazy serial killer guy. Which is only in the movie because somebody saw Silence of the Lambs. Am I right? Yep. Probably. Yeah. So we sure. got we got to put him like someone there yeah. for him to talk to. So I'm he's the it. super intelligent, but uh, you know, extremely learned, well articulated guy who What's just is a mass somebody's... murderer. Yeah. Was it weird how like okay, so Nicolas Cage is sitting next to his old uh, like prison buddy, to who, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba. Uh, Forrest Gump, uh, and then, like you said, Steve Buscemi is sitting next to him once they like bust them out. But like you see scenes where they're sitting in the seats and there's other prisoners sitting around them. But then when it goes to them, it seems like they're the only people in there. And it's like, and then that's when Nicolas Cage like they'll like get up, go like kill one dude, and go sit back in his seat. And fucking Malkovich and Bing Rams have no idea what the hell's going on because what they're in the cockpit. You know, it's just like, what the fuck kind of well, like, it's like, they're only on a little plane here. It's like, yeah, it, Shimmy went to go down, only one come back up. Yeah, he got it figured out because he's like a super genius serial killer. And by the way, is there anybody uglier? I mean, he's just a nasty. Talking on the poor guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, he, the guy's got a natural, a... no, a natural look. He, he That's like if one of us got into a movie. He's just a natural dude. Uh, for yeah. sure. Like, if you straighten those teeth, you'd be like, fucking get that guy out of the movie. I don't know, he's a funny looking character, man. Well, he's a funny he's looking guy, to, He's but... supposed to be really creepy in that movie, though. I think he's perfect for that part. No. Yeah, I've always liked Steve Buscemi because of his uh, all natural look. His one, like, snaggle tooth and... <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. How many times does Steve Buscemi play a uh, like likable character? Oh, I'm thinking uh, Big Lebowski comes to mind. Yeah, of course. But I'm well, like, he's always going to be like the creepy dude, well, right? Well, no, no, yeah, like and Fargo. Ar- he was Armageddon. Creepy. He was he was the funny guy in Armageddon. Oh, another Bruckheimer movie. But he had his like weird little quirks, like because I mean, he was like smart enough to know they weren't going to survive, so he's you know. Almost trying to sabotage, or you know, like I don't. I've always liked the character. Get off the nuclear warhead! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always yeah. plays weirdos. Yeah, like we need a weirdo play. Like I would always love to have seen him play the Joker when he was younger. Yeah, <laughs> the Joker. It's a weird looking guy. A weirdo. I just remember. I mean, like I was saying earlier, the first time I was aware of him was uh, Reservoir Dogs, and he had that kind of, you know, like. He was just an intense guy, you know, and really that, intense. which is really different than this, or even, uh, what is it, Lucky or whatever his name Nucky, is? Nucky, Nucky Thompson. Nucky Thompson. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was great in that yeah. show. Dude. Well, after I saw Steve Buscemi in this movie, I was like, I was scared of him. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw this when I was, I don't I think I was maybe like 11 or 12. Would he visit and then you every, in your dreams? Yeah. Well, no, but like every <laughs> other movie I saw him in, I was like, hmm. Mm, but then, you know, I came around when I saw the Big Lebowski. Because he drove so, through three states wearing a girl's head, head as a as hat. His hat. 
as a head. Nice. So what is the point of your movie if the whole, if, okay, if your movie is Con Air and it's all about convicts taking over a plane, but they have to keep finding reasons to land on the ground so that okay. you can have fucking, like, okay, so they car had, chases they had and to explosions. Go, okay, like first, gunfights. let's say, first, before we get into that, we gotta mention John Cusack is on the ground. He's the marshal that's in charge of this whole operation with, uh, picking, yeah, like, transporting the Mr. prisoners. Exposition. We don't even know where they're supposed to be going. We know they're supposed to go to Carson City to drop some prisoners off and pick some more up, but then after that, I don't even know where they're supposed to be going. I don't Mexico. Even know. No. Oh, that, where well, the plane was supposed yeah. to be going? Yeah, I don't know. But, oh, well, they were Mobile, Alabama. Oh, is that where they Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because that's how he's getting back home, right? Yeah. Okay, but they went to Carson City after the cons took over the plane, and you're right, they could have waited, but they had to go to Carson City to pick up the Sandino guy, because the Sandino guy had already arranged... This uh, another transfer, plane. another plane at Lerner Airfield, where they were going to transfer, ditch the jailbird, and get on this other plane and go to Mexico. Well, then it turned out, when they got to Lerner Airfield, that the Sandino guy was, a, you know, he, he lied to him, basically. Right. He was a snake. And he just wanted to go there because he had three amigos waiting for him. <laughs> and we know this just by like looking at the movie. There's like no scene where they really talk about their no. plan. We're just like, oh, I, we assume that that this is what was supposed to happen, and that. Which I'm actually plan. surprised about that because this is also a movie where I want to say what about 30 minutes into it, two of the characters sit down and summarize all the action that has <laughs> taken place up to this point. Well, see, I'm right. <laughs> so you'd think they'd be yep. clear on like this is actually what. Is happening. Well, Here's I, the plot of this. Thing. I think the only part that I'm unclear of is, you know, before the plane takes off and they're getting like Malkovich, uh, Nick Cage, Baby O, all those prisoners on when they're about to take off. They got that D- DEA agent that's mm-hmm. going to go undercover and he's going to go into the plane as as a convict. And yeah, they're they're studying Sandino though. Like it's like he's. Well, following who, him. Who was the so the DEA agent? Because I, I missed this. I was fucking taking a drink or something when this happened. <laughs> but he was on the plane to sit next to Sandino. Oh, okay. Because okay. they had Sandino's profile when they were bringing the guy. Like they met the guy. I don't know at the marshal's office. Was I like guess one of like the first scenes. And they're just giving him a, about like yeah. your guy doesn't get on my plane with a gun. Yeah, yeah, but, but they're like, giving him the brief the rundown somebody, when they give him who? his clothes and shit. They're giving him a brief rundown on the profile of the Sandino guy, mm. but I don't understand why they're so fixated on him. Like, why is the DEA fixated on him? Were they onto him? I don't know. They're trying to get his boss. Yeah. The yeah, they're trying to... Oh, okay. Mexican drug cartel guy who we never meet in the movie, but is the employer of everybody. Okay. Or at least the employer of Cyrus... I'm assuming that he employed Cyrus to basically commandeer the plane so he could get San Dimas on the plane. San Dimas. San Dimas. San Dimas. San Dino on the plane. <laughs> San Dimas. Home of the most excellent water slides. <laughs> most excellent! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that was, okay, so that's the whole point of the DEA agent that's on the plane, but of right. course he, you know... Like, that would have been a fun surprise later in a movie, right? If yeah, but he... Thought, if one of the convicts was like, dude. Right. I'm here to help yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a fun surprise. But, of course, the first chance he gets to, to pull his gun, he goes all ape shit. Just because you got to give the convict another gun, right? you got to yeah. give... Yeah, you got to throw know, chaos into the... you got the one locked gun in the compartment. In the, in the well, room. they had a bunch of weapons down in the, the baggage area, but they were stowed away. They didn't find them until right before... You know, at Lerner Airfield, right before all the cops get there, conveniently, they find all the fucking guns. Yeah. That's what they're shooting them with. Because, you know, Cusack kept saying, like, we got to get there before they find the fucking guns. <laughs> yeah. Did you say, Nick, that John Cusack is like, disowned this movie or yeah, something? Yeah. From what I was reading, uh, he does not want <laughs> anything to do with this movie. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about it. You know, during interviews, he'll just, just, won't say anything about it. Was it That's because how... he was like forced into it, or he's how, just he not can't proud of his. Yeah, it was, it was a uh, studio contractual deal, right? Could have been. It could have been. I mean, it was a three-picture deal, and he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm 
through Carter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just cash it in. Well, prior to that, I want to say, I mean, if my memory's serving me, right? You're going to have to help me out. I remember him being like, he was kind of the guy who would be in the indie movie. I mean, like, Say Anything is kind of like the quirky drama. That's kind of what we remember John Cusack for, right? Mm-hmm. Better Off Dead and, you know, well, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, the grifters, you know, he's doing stuff that's like, you know, supposedly strong character actorly stuff. Not kind of, you know, it's like for, for that kind of guy to go to Con Air is like selling out, right? You're going mainstream Hollywood. But I always figured you don't that. think he was trying to break away from his stereotypical character at that time, though? I don't know. Because well, I always the fact yeah, that I he always... regrets it now or is ashamed yeah. of it is either he didn't like the movie or the situation in which the movie was made or, you know, his acting in it. I don't know. I mean, he was like rom-com guy, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah for was... sure. I, that's why I thought he'd try to like do shit like this is that's, to that's break out of that. Well, I'm that 1980s like cute guy. You know, he could have ended up like a sweet, sensitive guy. Yeah, I mean, wasn't he in like 16? He well, he was in 16 Candles, but he was just like more, yeah, he was one of the sidekicks to Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, so he whole, was like, like a sidekick geek, holding that Not... fucking stereo above his head and say anything like really yeah. Him. You ruined him or that made him stereo? Well, it made him. Well, like, yeah, like, yeah, it branded like, him. It oh. made him that the cute rom-com guy, right? Yeah. Was, was it typecasting? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I've seen him, like, get a bunch of stuff recently where he just seems to be paying the bills or something, you know? He's, like, in everything, <laughs> you know? like And they're all, like, direct-to-video. Oh, oh, and he was in the, the... What's that movie with Elijah Wood? He's playing the uh, piano. Yeah, grand piano. Yeah. Yeah, but that's one. I mean, that's a decent movie, mm-hmm. but it's one where it feels like, what the fuck is John Cusack doing in this? Yeah. You know, and it took me it a little bit to like, pick up on his voice, and then when I did, I was like, oh, Cusack. If you offer a movie to Cusack, chances are he'll say yes. <laughs> the Raven. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah the he, Raven was not. Good. Yeah, he does not like Conair. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, get it. I'm there with him. So uh... <laughs> whatever, Travis. Whatever. Okay. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. So you're the, the only person I've ever met that likes this movie. The, right? That's you. not true. Uh, the, no, <laughs> you are the only person yeah, right. I have ever met that likes. Well, <laughs> that will sit there and you know comment. On the movie. Like, this yeah, you got a t-shirt. You got a fucking yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. You <laughs> laughed. I mean, we all laughed watching this movie. I mean, it is ridiculous. But I, that's why. It, I mean. Yeah, it's not it's not a great action movie. It's not Lethal Weapon. It's not Die Hard, but it's fucking Nick Cha- Nick Cage trying to be an action hero, sure and that hair. in That's a way wild. is entertaining. So it's the iron- it's the, in a pathetic way. I mean, I yeah, get what you're irony? going for. It's like there's some movies where you can look at them as like you know you we see we all laughed. Yeah, well, because it's so ridiculous. I mean, like when I was sitting there, I'm like, haven't they made a parody of this movie yet? I mean, it's it's like Team America or something, right? Is the <laughs> probably of this era yeah. of action movies? Yeah. Something else? Snakes on the plane, maybe. Well, it's well, it's trying to be. That's one of those like machete or something. It's trying to be a cult movie, you know. But I mean, something that's actually making fun of this genre. I'm like, you wouldn't really well, have to like change the loaded, script. Loaded to do Weapon it. One. Did yeah. You see loaded Weapon One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something like that, where it's like, but I think you could, you could probably make like the 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 Conair parody movie without really changing the script, because you're listening to these people talk, and it's like these are not real people. This is like <laughs> the most cardboard fucking, you know, like. This, some high school kid or well, everybody's kid just this everybody's script. like saying like what they think is like the coolest most badass thing oh ever, for sure whatever you know it's what's just the like, line he says where it's like so what are you gonna do now I'm gonna save the fucking day of course you are you're fucking Nick Cage <laughs> my question is is if you take Nicolas Cage out of this movie and you put in a better actor does it save the movie who would you put in give me an example Tom Cruise yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Tom Cruise you put Tom Cruise in Nick Cage's spot. Does it say the movie? <laughs> I'm trying to visualize that right hey, with now. with the log hair. Yeah, Tom Cruise with the, with the log hair. hair. Uh, oh. uh, d- running away from that fireball in slow motion. Yeah, that yeah. hair is the star of this movie. I would it's say Mel Gibson, but he's, I mean, he couldn't do it because he was too wrapped up in Lethal Weapon. See, it doesn't even seem like, Because well, he'd be playing Riggs, basically. Yeah. Like a bumpkin Riggs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those I'm movies the- <laughs> have to be goofy. You know, I mean, again, I haven't gone back to two, three, or four of the Lethal Weapon series recently, but 
they have to play as goofy as this, I would assume. Time probably yeah. hasn't been well, kind to them either. Well, the, the, the sequels kind of go off a little yeah. bit, but the first one, you know, they're like, yeah. we're making a serious movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, you know, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. And then the third, I'm getting too old for this shit. Fourth, I'm getting too old for this shit. You know, it's just like, you know, they play off of what the first one is. They become sillier somehow as they go yeah. on. There's like an acknowledgement of like who the audience is yeah. and, and well, uh, like we're going to play to the jokes. I mean, uh, the uh, in this movie even. No, I'm good. Man. It's a twist off. Oh, <laughs> but thank you. Well, <laughs> this new bottle. Hey, while you're down there. But this movie plays like jokes like crazy. I mean, and that's they're like they break the fourth wall. Jo- no, that's not true. No. What am I trying to say here? Like, Lethal Weapon had jokes, right? Thank you. And we're, no. Using Lethal Weapon as an example of a good action movie, I guess. So I'm throwing that out there. I'm using Lethal Weapon as an example of how you do an action movie right of this time. But it had, it was funny in the dialogue, in the exchanges between the characters, right? And in the situations that they got into. Well, yeah, the characters were actually funny in Lethal Weapon, but in this movie, it's the ridiculous lines that they have is what's funny. Yeah, it's like, to put it's the bunny just... down and shit. It almost, this movie almost is a fucking parody. That's of what God I'm saying, damn. right? It is a parody of itself, almost. Like, yeah. I mean, you have like a scene where, you know, there's going to be a... Uh, it's an know, awesomely the, bad the, movie. Yeah. The, that the, becomes the, an instant the guilty plane pleasure. at some point lands on the Vegas Strip and, and speeds down the, the highway. And there's people running out of the way. Nobody gets killed, of course, because they never ever do. But you see a close-up. There's a couple of highway patrolmen or something like that, like sitting in the extreme foreground. And before they take off, a donut drops down <laughs> onto the onto the pavement, and then the the, the cops go peeling off. They away show from the it camera. twice, Travis. You oh god. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they panned so, to that scene it. twice, the close-up on the donut, with the cops just speeding donuts off cops. into that's the funny. distance. Because that's funny, right? Because it's Put a joke. The screw, or how that's... many times do they call the guards pigs? Like, how many times are they going to Because they're vicious criminals. Oh, it's just on the back of the box. Yeah. <laughs> it's, written, <laughs> it's written into their characters. Yeah. But, I mean, you get what I'm saying. That, it, that, that there was a style of comedy where it's between characters, and the comedy just kind of floats up out of that and you laugh and then there's this kind of stuff which is like it's not happening it's to, to the, the audience the movie. you it's ain't never audience. gonna see my daughter oh, buckle up see. as he puts handcuffs on cyrus the virus and hooks it's almost like a video game where they really just try to create like oh here's the bad guys he has to like this guy he's he's badass because of this this guy you know because they even have that little rundown as the criminals are getting on the who's that guy that's fucking buck wild, you know. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do like the the, the football player intros. Yeah, know, football like, player. Here's your starting <laughs> lineup, Connor. Cyrus the virus. He's insane and he knows it, which is uh, I don't think that's supposed to happen. Right? Yeah, You're right. Yeah, to know you're yeah, insane. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, according to his last psych evaluation. <laughs> right. So funny. Oh, oh, yeah, all the names, is. right? Well, we forgot about Swamp. Swamp thing. Yeah, he he. Yeah, because they uh, Johnny twenty three. Yeah, they accidentally uh, kill three of the the prisoners that are supposed to get off when they do the transfer at Carson City. So they have to send one of the guards that they fucked up, and then the the pilot. So then Swamp Thing comes movie? on. <laughs> Jenny knows this. Yeah. Yeah. Swamp she Thing comes it. on, and she, he's he's the new pilot. Ugh. Hey, you guys break down movies all the time. Well, because there's something to break it down. (laughs) Whatever. Break it down. Uh oh. Well, you said that this was a, what did you say? It was a great bad movie? Oh, yeah, it it is. It's an awesomely awful movie. (laughs) It really is, which becomes an instant guilty pleasure. Am I right? There you go. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? (laughs) It's, my, not, it's not a pleasure not for me. This is my type of... Uh, I mean, I was, like I said, you saw this when you were younger. I saw this a little older. So, I mean, yeah. this is the probably the second time in my life I've seen this. Because the first time, I was like, this yep. is fucking it. I will never watch this piece of shit ever again. Well, I don't really like action. Joke's movies. on you, because you did. I'd well, some of these man. things, you know, it's wait. like... Because, you know, last <laughs> week... Will be mine. Last week, I showed everybody Star Crash. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which is a bad movie. Yes. Right? Like, an awesomely bad movie. But... Somehow, like, this is why I'm trying to, like, break down the difference between, like, okay, so Star Crash, you know, I saw it, 
I laughed at it. They probably didn't want you to laugh at it when they made the thing. They were trying to make a serious movie. Really? The Con Air guys. They wanted okay, you to well, laugh were, at right. it. There's were, so many cliche lines. And like saying well, Con Air. Oh, yeah. I don't, well, I know that there, Are I know you there were. Buckle up. Are you yeah. joking? No, <laughs> like, I know they that they're doing it with that. that kind of self-awareness, but it's, it's, it's worse than that. I mean, like the, the, the Nicolas Cage with the hair, you know, it's like it doesn't know that it's as bad as it is. Like, as time goes on, we're looking at it going like, oh, my God, this is a fucking train wreck, <laughs> right? And so that's making it uh, amusing from, like, an ironic standpoint. It's not supposed to be. But in the time, it probably wasn't. I mean, in the 90s, what what were the great action movies in the 90s? Terminator 2. Okay, yeah, Terminator. It was, Terminator. like, the end of action movies, though. But you didn't like, have your Transformers. You didn't have, like, like your superhero, and- <laughs> like, the big superhero movies that are big now. Like, you didn't. Have all these new ones that Batman. like District Nine and mm-hmm. fucking you know. Well, no, Bruckheimer was cranking these things out. I mean, Gone in sixty seconds. Uh, 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 Nick, yeah. Nick Cage. Nick Cage did planes. We gotta give him cars. This <laughs> is Nick Cage on it. Uh, he I think the, I'll pass. Yeah, he was his guy for there for a little while. Bruckheimer's guy, and Bruckheimer brought us. Oh, he uh, Bruckheimer did National Treasure too. Yep, and Bruckheimer famously brought us Michael Bay. And then everybody talks about Michael Bay ruining action movies. I mean, his style is, I think, is the extension of the Jerry Bruckheimer style, right? People give Michael Bay a bad rap. I like Michael Bay movies. Oh, here you go. I like Nick Cage movies. (laughs) I like horror movies. Well, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm laying it out pretty thick. I don't particularly care for There are a few. But like I said, they're not... Like good movies, the movies I like, usually, Nick Cage in are all guilty pleasures, involve, and that's just my personal preference. What? They involve deserts, cars, like a lot of deserts and like Bruckheimer type movies. Right? Yeah, well, he keeps on he keeps on shooting cars. with that. Uh, like, there's like a burnt kind of orange filter. Like, I think of like yeah. Beverly Hills Cop two because that was his. No. Top Gun was his. Yeah, because those those are both Tony Scott oh. movies. Oh, I was just gonna say that's one you get the feel is like the Tony Scott. Yeah, in this movie, there was Tony Scott. Yeah, because even in the nineties, like, Bad was, Boys, but that's Michael Bay. That's right? Michael Bay, yeah, but Michael produced Bay. by Bruckheimer. Like Bruckheimer, okay. Spin so there's the camera around as they get no, out of the car. Because Bruckheimer's a little stable of guys, right? Directors. There's Tony Scott. I think was maybe the first one, right? And then you had. Well, it had to be. I mean, that graduated to Michael Bay, right? But in there, you had Simon West, and you had uh, oh god, his name's like Dominic Sarah, Dominic Sarah, because he did Gone in sixty seconds. But all of these movies, I mean, Gone in sixty seconds looks like it could be a Tony Scott movie mm-hmm. or a Michael Bay movie, right? Mm-hmm. So it has to be the common denominator has to be fucking Bruckheimer, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like somehow picking the cinematographers or whatever. You know, we're all you know, it's like. Either Tony Scott employed this, well, Bruckheimer said, we're going to use this on all of our movies. Nights are going to be blue, daytime is going to be really hot, we're going to put the red, red filter on red. stuff. Was Bruckheimer a, a music video guy? Well, he was always a producer, so I don't know. I mean, he did Flashdance, uh, he did, uh, let's see, it was like, he did something it before Flashdance. It seemed like Flash he produced anything anyone would let him do. Well, so I always thought that's what, like, everything. that type of look was, was one we started getting music video directors into the big well, Hollywood. Tony Scott was a com- like a TV commercial, perfume ads and, you know, stuff like that. By the director. way, podcast listeners, go back and listen to Days of Thunder. Right. Saturday yeah. Night Freak Show. Brockheimer production? No, Tony Scott. Yeah, but was it produced by uh, Brockheimer? I don't, I don't think so. It is true that shit starts That's when the edge of your seat yes. thrill ride. That must have been where the three editors begins to soar. For this Are there three movie. editors? Three editors for this movie because you had a fire guy, you had a <laughs> <laughs> you had uh, boards falling and explode. I mean, there is fucking three there's four. I mean, three. Sorry, I saw the AC, thought that was a You know what Ace. I I usually <laughs> attribute when they bring in like three editors, it's because we got to get the thing out by June 21st and it's April. And so we bring three guys in to do it faster. Yeah. You t- That's probably why a movie like this seems fucking so fucked up, though. Because yeah. it's like, you got three people working on a basic script or whatever, but no one's, like, finessing it. No one's, like, I mean, shit. I mean, what is there to finesse in this movie? Though? A lot, dude. You can. This movie's 115 minutes. You can break it down what? to fucking 88 minutes. Oh, it minutes. did kind of feel that way. 
Oh, it was long. Well, that, that, I know you guys kept waiting for the credits, and I, I was just like, thought "It's that over, would right?" Be a new scene. It just because it's the like fuck once up. you land, like I said, the movie's con air. Once you land that fucking plane, I'm expecting the end of the movie, and they have to land the plane three fucking times just to get some action in there. <laughs> because all the, all it is is Nicolas Cage sitting next to his buddy crying about, "I need to find insulin." It's yeah, like, really? Gotta say this them. is your fucking. Because that guy's a plot device, too. He's it's so stupid. It's like, dude, that, they could have written that whole, I need insulin out of this movie. Because it's just like, what is the importance of this? Like, I need to find a needle. Yeah, what but then could... it also shows Nick Cage, like, finding these opportunities to be an antagonist to Cyrus the Virus, to play the hero, if you will. Yeah, and the having to find the guy. I know to it's see, like it, to find his redemption. And I know it pads out the running time that he has to keep on find, you know, going to find the the insulin or the medical kit or whatever. But it, like that guy being there, is defining Nicolas Cage's character. It's like all these people are just there to support and build a character for <clears throat> Nicolas Cage, who's like this fucking blank, you know, just. Well, they hero. have to. He's like Nick hero, Cage isn't like, going to do it for himself. Dude. His fucking forehead. It's like he's just action hero. Yeah, man. but then oh, he's man. still. It's like he's questioning it himself with his brow furrowed like that. Well, they could also <laughs> cut out like 10, 15 minutes of that opening credits where he's in jail. Oh, you know, right. But then we couldn't watch him do handstand push ups. And it's like, is this ever going <laughs> to end? Colin Caitlin, I can't wait to come see you. Oh, boy. Dear Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my, my God. My dear Dollar Caitlin. Whatever. We oh get the point. That was fucking horrible. I'm gonna see my daddy on July 14th. It's been so hard living all these years without my baby girl. Dear daddy, I oh, don't sorry. like first grade. <laughs> and that. it went on and on, on and on. <laughs> I'm like, we get the freaking point. Movie, yeah, it was a good long, long stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Forever, dude. Just to keep reiterating the same. Like, we get it. The guy likes his daughter that he's never met. Jeez. <laughs> I thought, too, that the end of the movie was also, like, this long fucking stretch of, like, the explosions and shit, because at some point it just becomes, like, well, yeah, I get the fucking point. Yeah, I know yeah. they're going to they're gonna land the plane on the Vegas Strip for reasons that are just arbitrary. We're running out of fuel, or whatever the fuck, right? We have to put it down where? We can't land anywhere except in the middle of the fucking Las Vegas Strip, because that'll be exciting. Right? That's exciting. <laughs> right. And then we'll hop on it. <laughs> Then we'll so, hop on a fire truck and do a car chase down the okay, road. Okay, yeah, there's three, like, like you think that the movie's going to end when they crash the plane, and then, you know, they're all getting off, they send Baby O in the ambulance, and then you see his wife and daughter get out, and then he, Nick Cage sees him, but then he sees John Malkovich riding a fucking fire truck, and then, oh, you know, pants, stop, pants in Nick Cage, Cyrus, and then, and then it pants to John Cusack, Grissom. And then it's they, they duel on the bikes. And oh, yeah, and then there's a whole hot chase. They hop yeah. on the bikes, they look at each other, we're going to go get this yeah. guy, right? That's yeah, they, what they're saying with their Let the fucking right? convict, yeah. right? The police they, bike. They locked eyes like bros. They're like, all right, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're homies now. Yeah. And yeah. that's where you get Colin's favorite donut scene, where the cops drop yeah. their donut that they're eating in the middle of the Vegas Strip. Cause they, I don't even remember what happens there. There's explosions, things explode. There's a police chase, that's how, that's how, they, all, that's how all the bad guys get meet their demise like being rains gets blown up because a bike crashes into the fire truck yeah i don't even remember him dying. and then i don't either yeah he like <laughs> doesn't register camera <laughs> nick cage's bike because he jumps on the ladder and the bike just hits the back of the yeah. truck and it blows up and then that's the end of being rains and then swamp thing john cusack flushes him out with like basically drowns him see i don't oh, remember yeah, that i can't remember he cuts remember he uses <laughs> an axe and cuts a hole in the, the cab of the, the truck and then he just puts the fire hose in there and that guy yeah, drowns wow. and crashes I, the fire truck and I then i remember that. i see i remember him starting the hose but i don't recall ever seeing what happened to the guy they just he crashed the truck and then i think you're supposed to just watch this movie and we can't i know what happened listeners listeners I know what happened. Don't the ending fear of not. The movie. Yeah, but fear this not. Is the problem with '90s action movies are specifically this type, right? Where they, it's like we're gonna. It is pushing the sensory button. Where it's like, look, something's gonna explode. Push the button. Push the button here. We're gonna cut really fast over here, and it doesn't matter what you're seeing because the audience isn't gonna remember it five minutes from now. Yeah. Just as long as there's something it. on the screen, you know, exactly. exploding. Well, as long flashing. as the 
good guy says something to the bad guy before he kills him. That's yeah. when you know this is the end of the movie. Austin, you ain't getting near my daughter. Austin yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's then, actually a good point because I <laughs> yeah, thought like when he had uh, he crashed uh, Cyrus. You know, Cyrus is on the the back of the uh, fire truck on the ladder, and it was raised. And he goes into the elevated walkway, and I'm like. Oh, they're gonna fucking kill him just like that. Then we got to cut to like you're still trying to stop. Well, I mean, they happening. had to crash the but, truck because then you had to have that amazing Nick Cage diving from an exploding uh, fire truck scene where they just right? cut to it and in it three different angles. <laughs> yeah. it was like, and then, you know, and then still, they oh, slow it down for every single cut. Crash? Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch! But then Cyrus's head gets crushed. Mind numbing. And then yeah, mind numbing. Number <laughs> one. Like, what the hell is that machine anyway that is getting his head crushed in? Yeah, in I, Vegas, I, right? I'm like right in the middle of downtown know, right? Vegas, they got like I thought it was like an oil, one of those oil. Yeah, uh, an oil drill, like an oil, oil refinery. It looks yeah. like it, but I don't, I don't yeah. know what it is. I, it to be honest, the, I can't answer that question. Nobody can. I think <laughs> that's the, the the issue. And I think then it ends with who was it? Was it Trisha Underwood? We get to hear that song. <laughs> Trisha Yearwood. Without not you. the first time, but the second time the second in time. this time. movie. Which is also the cool. other song that played twice in this movie was fucking Sweet Home Alabama. Hey, hey. So that means these guys yeah. wanted to pay for two songs and use them both two fucking times. Hey, <laughs> editing. Fucking Wait. editing, though. At some point, is we're going to look up the Conair soundtrack and see how many songs there, there are. There can be. What are you talking about? There's a All book. Right. There's got to be a there soundtrack. There is a book. Well, yeah, yeah, Hollywood Records. Jesus Christ. Okay, well. Of course, because it's Touchstone, <laughs> Disney. The only the only line I liked in the movie it's was be music from an Steve Buscemi <laughs> went, isn't it ironic that these guys are dancing around on a plane to a band that ironically died in a plane crash? <laughs> Which I didn't know. Again, still didn't know that no? Skinner died on it. Well, we're saying just the lead singer, right? He yeah. said band. He did band. say band. Yeah, he said band. He did but say not band. the not the say, I don't know if there was like one or two people. I don't know. <laughs> Same day. Right now. Yeah. Today, and Nick right? Cage has a really creepy like moment with his daughter that he's never met. Like she's terrified of him because he Well the bunny's bunny's dirty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's got his scraggly hair. Fucking <laughs> like bunny just never. John that bunny Malkovich. almost lost its fucking. Yeah, yeah. John Malkovich. <laughs> that bunny was almost to top build in this movie. Like how many? Stupid. How many parts is that fucking bunny in this movie? Yeah, like stop, really... or I'll shoot the fucking bunny. Right? This movie is a comedy. It is. It it's, a, it's a parody of itself. It is not. I don't think it was meant to be a comedy. Well, I think they had so many special effects that well, they didn't it was. give a shit, you, right? You can't have those just, like, ridiculous lines without expecting people to laugh. Like, they're just so cheesy know. and cliche. I don't like, know if they went in with it saying... oozing cheese. Saying, ooh, yeah, we're gonna make this a comedy. I think they I went know, in yeah. thinking that it was... They wanted to make a serious movie, but they had to add those one-liner, those Arnold yeah. one-liners. Yeah, those in this Arnold one-liners. You it, stop it, your it's movie. Become, yeah, but the little set pieces where you like you cut away from the action to see, like the uh, the the husband and wife that are in whatever Arizona or wherever the fuck they are who are driving down the street. We just cut to these people in a car, and a bird shits on the the windshield. Oh, and man. there's like some funny bit where he has to go and wipe. The they thing. say it's this good is, luck. This is all set up for like a body falling out of the sky that's been pushed out of the whatever you know. But that cutaway to that for this comedic little beat is the thing that like fucking bugs me about these fucking Transformers movies and all that you know because Michael Bay does that exact same thing. He'll cut away. Here's the funny bit, and it's like just keeping that energy up. You know, <laughs> we just gotta keep the energy up. If it's not blowing up, you're laughing. If you're not laughing, you're you know. It's, it's just an emotional <clears throat> sob beat. You yeah. know, the whole like my daughter. <laughs> you don't want to slow down and actually have people talk to each other because God knows that's well, boring. Well, they got nothing well. to say to each other. <laughs> All this is is like a plane's going to take off, a truck is going to go speeding down. I mean, that is the script, right? It's yeah, nothing yeah. to do with characters. It's all about what the vehicles are doing and what's exploding. Yeah, the yeah. script's all about that's why I, <laughs> the explosions. <laughs> everything else is just ad libbed. I mean, that I is like why books. I say like yeah. movies like Mad Max and Terminator are are some of the inspirations for these guys, because you just, you got these vehicles that are supposed to be characters, right? That are just speeding around, going this way, that way. This is supposed to flip over and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey, just go watch my Max or fucking Die Hard or whatever. <laughs> or watch Con Air. Watch 
Summer uh, summer blockbuster where they sell the tickets. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's where it's at. Yeah. Where are we at? Are we over with this? Uh, we could be. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, this shit? Holy Jesus Christ, I didn't see Igor there. Igor, where the hell did you come from? Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. All right, thanks a lot, Igor. Man. He still leaves a stink. I know every every time. He should go take a bath. Uh, we got <laughs> uh, mailbag. <clears throat> Thank you. This comes from Cryptus Crypticus Crypticus. Wow. On Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Crypticus says, guys, He's absolutely watching. loving the show. The nine seven six evil episode was especially appreciated. Yeah. Great stuff. Keep the weirdness coming. Ooh. There you go. Rising. <laughs> yeah, Eben Chandler, he likes the Freak Show this week. Uh, thanks for liking the Freak Show, Eben. And uh, Patrick Bruss mentioned us in a comment. This is Facebook. He's Holy telling shit, us all this it's stuff. blowing up. Well, that was about the 976 Evil wow, episode. Wow, that's an old one, too. So, uh, thank you guys for uh, watching, listening, and uh, participating. You can uh, email us at or whatever, you rock. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com or... Contact us right there on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. And now it's time for wrap-ups wrap on up. Con Air. And that means it's me because I'm in the hot seat <clears throat> tonight. So, uh, Con Air. Okay. Well, I mean, I think I've said my, said my piece. <laughs> right? I, think, <laughs> um, I think, you know, as an action movie... These things are disposable. They're a product of their time. You're supposed to have seen them in the theater like I did and then never see it again, which unfortunately I saw it again tonight. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't age well. It is a product of the 90s. Um, so can you watch it as an action movie now? I don't think so. I don't think it holds up. I think uh, because there's there's no substance to it at all. It's all flash. Um, I think can you watch it then as Jenny is, I think. Watching it as uh, a, a kind of like uh, a camp uh, classic. That's, I still said that word classic. I didn't mean to. But as a camp He movie, said it, folks. I think you can appreciate the campiness of the movie. Um, I mean, I kind of sort of saw what you're getting at, what you're telling us. It's like, look at how ridiculous his hair is. Look at how ridiculous. It is. Yes, it's funny because, you know, it's bad. But uh, sometimes it's just bad. I, I think maybe it's just because it, the movie itself doesn't appeal to me. I think maybe that's it. It's like, you know, I, I've seen other movies where it's more my bag. You can't, it's just taste or something. You can't really explain it. Would you so, rather watch this or Tango and Cash? That's a hard one. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Tango Cash. I'll go with Tango Cash. Well, no, Absolute, you're right. It's no got Kurt Cage. Russell, who's decent in that, so and Stallone. Stallone. Both of them yep. are likable performers. Yep. Yeah, Cage, okay. Nick you Cage can me. go uh, <laughs> Tango and Cash. Wow. <laughs> All the way. Plus, it's got the... Yeah, Brent, the, if you can hear this in the Himalayas, <clears throat> you've been redeemed. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage can go eat a bag of dicks as well. Yeah, he's just awful. Awful. Uh, so Conair, that's a avoid Conair people avoid it unless you want. Yeah, okay, I said it to you, Travis. You're yeah. See, usually when I like you like uh, earlier, uh, Jenny mentioned Star Crash, and I always thought like when it comes to like sci-fi or horror movies, you always at least had you know either like weird stupid puppets to look at, or you had. Just weird costumes, or but when it comes to an action movie that follows that same guy, it's like you've got like a, you got like really nothing to look at. What guys and fucking like sweaty wife beaters? It's like that's like nothing to really like. Mm. Jesus, <laughs> should have seen. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> I was kidding. I don't think so. I think that's part of your appeal for Conair. Maybe, it, yeah, maybe she just guys like, are on. Oh my god, she's my. like. Nick Cage may be a terrible actor, but man, I can't look get at those up. locks. <laughs> those luscious fucking locks. I told you, I've been growing my hair. I've been going for that look for years. I just can't get it. But I mean, it's a damn shame that 
fucking people are starving in the world and Con Air gets made. It's one of those, like, injustices that I'll never be able to sleep at night through. You know? It's just one of those things. How many fucking, how many kids around the world could have been fed with Con Air money? But, uh, I mean, I think it is a, it's a product more of just, yeah, special effects, right? I mean, this is, we're still relatively... I mean, this was still kind of like the uh, infants, a infancy age of like kind of CG and like like the few CG seeds in this. We're like, oh my god, that was okay. You know, <laughs> I guess they spent it's money on that. Trip. It'd be like a door. It'd be like a CG door, like whipping out at you with some fire. Yeah, fire is the third. This stars Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich, and Fire. <laughs> like, fire is the fourth star. So, I mean, the to me, I mean, I can understand the tongue-in-cheekness or whatever. I, I personally don't like action movies enough to like bad action movies. Like, I don't even fucking like Tango with Cash. I just don't like action movies that much. <laughs> but, uh, so... Yeah, this is uh, a horrible, horrible waste of uh, time and energy, and it's just rough all around. Just, just rough is all I can say. Man. So I do not recommend this, even for the most, uh, I guess, lighthearted of viewers. It's just, man, fucking bad, bad news. I'm crying. <laughs> I don't even want to do a wrap up, but uh, there's a few things I hate in life. Uh, you know, one of them is taxes. Another one's Nickelback, and the third one is Nicolas Cage. I agree with that. I agree with that list full heartedly. I do. But yeah, you like this movie. Oh yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Anything with Nicolas Cage, I'd rather bang my head on this freaking bar table. Actually, I will go on record saying I hate Bruce Campbell more than I hate Whoa, Bruce whoa, yeah, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. Whoa! Okay, well, everybody whoa. out there is listening to this, and so they've just, you decide for oh, yourself. Oh, I'm sorry, I just I hate start, his face, I hate his face, I, I just can't, there, I just, can't, just can't do stop, it. Jenny, I swear God. to God, there's sometimes <laughs> that, that Jenny comes up with the stuff that I'm just like, what the fuck is she talking? Like, the other week, she, go, she goes, uh, <laughs> Silent Hill? That was a video game before the movie? I was like, what? No, 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 what? no, 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 I asked that question. I asked that, Adam, because I, like, I did not know, and I was hoping that you would just cut me a bit of slack. I did not make that statement. I asked the question because I was unsure. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's take. I am going to lose this. Jesus, tell me how you really Oh, God. I... Nick is a guy, now, okay, he's like, this is bad, bad, really bad. I saw Crocosaurus versus Dinobot the other day, and it was better than this. Nick goes home and watches, like, what, what, like, the, uh, Santa uh, Slay, Thanks Killing, Ginger Dead Man. I'd rather sit through a shit ton of those than a Nicolas Cage movie. Like I said earlier, Nicolas Cage can go eat a bag of dicks and stop acting, please. Nicolas Cage, oh, please man. stop acting. I think I actually made Nick mad. Do not, like do not see anything that Nicolas Cage is attached to. Warning. Warning. He's a horrible actor, and if you want to see how horrible of an actor he is, watch Con Air, because he's brutal. sounds like a recommendation to me. Bru- no, <laughs> don't see it. <laughs> Colin asks, how many beers can you, do you have to drink to get through Con Air? I'm through five, and I still can't stand Con Air. <laughs> Honestly, I did, I did not. This is the most I've seen you drink, and it's because you couldn't get the taste of Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I will sit through Sharknado a hundred times before I would sit through another Nicholas Cage movie. That's not it. Not another one. That's it. <laughs> and Nick has left the building. I'm done. <laughs> All right. This is simple. Is this a good movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But Nick, we all know Nick Cage is not a good actor. Everybody knows that. It's a common fact. It's a truth fact. He's consistent. 
and at one thing in acting, and that's being bad. It's <laughs> just in movies. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow people keep hiring him. We don't know why. It's a total. It's a total anomaly. It's just one of those he's, mysteries in life well, that'll never be royalty, solved. Right? Coppola is Hollywood. Oh, that's uh, yeah. I guess we did it's solve like that one. Like being part a of a bit. fucking mafia family. Or fair something. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. He just he is Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't think it though. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I purely like. I don't like action movies really either. I like like the Lethal Weapon movies and. You know, a very and, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and very few action movies. <laughs> why? This, why? Will you just let me finish? <laughs> no. <laughs> just tell us why. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. I can't help oh. it. I can't explain it. I just it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I find it very funny. If you I would I will say because these guys are gonna I, I think they're gonna ask me to leave soon. So <laughs> 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 So all I will say is if you like to watch Nick Cage be Ugh. Nick Cage. What? I would recommend this movie. I oh, think this movie no. is hilarious. I do. I do. Is it an action movie? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it is. There's hardly any action. Like Colin said, there's not, and Travis, there's not that many fight scenes. There's explosions at the end where they kind of try to make up for it. And they threw their whole action budget into the last, you know, half hour of that movie. But it's entertaining. It's funny. We all laughed, guys. We this all laughed. This is true. We all laughed. I, uh, we all laughed. No. <laughs> and I feel like we were all mildly entertained. So in that aspect, I will recommend it. I well, will recommend well, you it. you did stay awake for this one. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, addendum to this, I just looked it up, the writer of this, because only one guy was credited with writing this. Scott Rosenberg. A lot of the responsibility... Lays his not feet. real. He wrote Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Mm. Not a bad movie. Beautiful Girls. Not a bad movie. Then Con Air. Then Disturbing Behavior. Then High Fidelity, based on a novel. Wrote High Fidelity. Because Cusack met him in this movie. Then Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. And then I mean, I Kangaroo, Jack. Once. Oh, oh, Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo Jack. Oh, there we go. I mean, that was a classic. I right there. So, it's just kind of interesting. That's I mean, why he ended his career with Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, he's still working, but... No. And guys, for more Con Air, make sure you check out the novelization, because it is a book. And so. possibly the soundtrack album. Oh, absolutely. All, for sure. All the information that we were wondering about is probably in that book. Like, any, any like, sort of details of, like, that makes sense. guy who gets stuck with, like, here, uh, you're an up-and-coming novelist. Here's a screenplay. Make the novel of Con Air off of the screenplay. I think it's usually just authors that just want to get, like, I don't even think a lot of times they use their real name because they want to use, they want to save their name for when yeah. they actually write a good novel or something like that. Yeah. I just, paperback writers. Like John Lennon or whatever. Yeah. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. All right, so All right. that's Con Air. Next week, uh, Travis is picking the movie. Travis, what are you picking? Oh, man, I need to wash this out with uh, some giant fighting robots. We're going to watch Robot Jocks. Oh, shit. Robot Jocks. On next week's Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, be there when we shake the pillars of heaven. Next week, right here on the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. And until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>